Ho, 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 little girl. What's your name? Can I pull your beard? Uh, ho, ho, no! What do you want for Christmas? Um, I don't know. A spotted elephant and a choo-choo with square wheels on the caboose and a water pistol that shoots jelly and a bird that swims and a cowboy who rides an ostrich and a boat that can't stay afloat. That's quite a list you got there, little girl. Most of all, I want all of my favorite geeky Christian podcasts that engage faith and pop culture to do a Christmas crossover for the holidays. Well, let me make a list and check it twice. A Christmas crossover for 2015 would probably consist of Strangers and Aliens at StrangersAndAliens.com Geekly Yoked at GeeklyYoked.com Helix Reviews at Facebook.com slash Helix Reviews The Spirit Blade Underground Podcast at SpiritBlade.com Darkness to Light at DarknessToLight.blogspot.com The Untold Podcast at UntoldPodcast.com Geek This at GeekThisPodcast.com And Voices in My Head at RickLeeJames.com slash podcast Ho, ho, ho! That's it! And, of course, a crossover like that would need some sort of nexus. Links to all these podcasts can be found at crossovernexus.com! Well, there you go, little girl. Anything else you want? I want an official Red Rider Carbine Action 200 Shot Range Model Air Rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Episode number 51 of Geek This. Uh, I'm not calling it Geek This Podcast anymore because it's a mouthful. Um, so, 51. Uh, last episode was episode 50, which was actually back in September. It's December now. We're going to talk about Krampus, and Mike's with me today. Yes. Um, Hello. <laughs> so, how much did you know about Krampus before you saw this movie? Oh, man. Well, funny little story. Um, my grandma told me the ancient legend about Krampus a long time ago. Uh, not to scare anybody, not to scare all the grandkids or anything, but it, of course it ended up doing that. <laughs> so I, I heard about I heard about like Krampus long, long, long time ago, like the legend of him. I, I didn't I had no idea he was like a giant goat goat demon thing i had no idea but i just knew he was like the evil version of santa claus right so that's sort of my backstory about krampus and then you know growing up and um being around all kinds of pop culture and stuff you you would hear about him and see all of the illustration the old school illustrations of him and everything Mm -hmm. so yeah and then when i found out they were doing a movie i was like oh my goodness this is (laughs) this is gonna be insane 
And yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, my introduction to Krampus, because I mean, I, I grew up in a very, you know, Christian household, and you know, like sure. we believed in Santa Claus. Santa Claus was was a thing. Oh yeah. And yeah. um, that was about it. It wasn't until probably, I don't know, two maybe three years ago that I ever heard about Krampus, and mm-hmm. the reason I heard about it was because um friend of the show ben avery um who's a comic book writer he actually wrote a graphic novel called twas the night before krampus um, really and it's kind of, it's weird because it's kind of a sequel to um, a book he wrote called julius destructus and um actually i've got i don't know oh. where my copy of twas the night before krampus um is but um it's really cool because you have this like kick butt santa claus oh, um, saint nicholas and uh and that that's the first I had ever heard of him. And I saw like oh. the the goat form, you know, and okay. stuff like that. Um, and then when I found out that the Krampus movie was coming out, I saw the trailer. We were watching YouTube. And, you know, of course, my wife's like, oh, it's almost Christmas time. Why are they showing horror stuff? <laughs> and That's hilarious. You know, and then the kids are like, I can't watch this. And I watched it and I was like, I've got to see this movie. <laughs> It, it was weird because it was like it looks it doesn't look like super scary it looks right. like it could be tense yes but it looked like a lot of fun yes yeah that that's what drew me to it it it, it was the trailer was funny yeah like yeah. The, the opening of it was really funny and i was like oh this is gonna this is gonna be good it's yeah. gonna, it's not gonna take itself too seriously but at the same time have some creepy moments i, I was all about it yeah so, for those of you who don't know, which you may or may not know, um, the the rough gist of Krampus is that he is, um, well, in the movie they say that he's the shadow of Santa Claus, which I think is a really cool right way to say that. But he he is like the opposite of Santa Claus, where um, he basically he he would punish the the bad kids. Yes, um, and you know he mm-hmm. was. He's been called, you know, the Christmas devil and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's the basic gist of it. And because uh, I didn't really dig into the lore of Krampus mm-hmm. and stuff like that, because it's not. Just, yeah, the, I, the, the ancient legend is basically everything you've heard. He's just like he he steals bad kids away and takes them to the underworld. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then. We have this, and they they do explain the story um, in in the movie. It's a little variant of it, mm-hmm. um, but that's that's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, I'm gonna share the Rotten Tomatoes synopsis. I like Rotten Tomatoes because it's it's a nice, pretty little bow that they put on the plot yeah. of movies, which is better than I can do. So, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um. When his dysfunctional family clashes over the holidays, young Max is disillusioned and turns his back on Christmas. Little does he know, this lack of festive spirit is uh, has unleashed the wrath of Krampus, a demonic force of ancient evil intent on punishing non-believers. All hell breaks loose as beloved holiday icons take on a monstrous life of their own, laying siege to the fractured family's home and forcing them to fight each other, uh, fight for each other, <laughs> if they hope to survive. Um, mm-hmm which actually makes it sound a lot more horrific than it really was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. 
Because this was a funny movie. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, what's your overall opinion of the film? I think you've said it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've had... I, I've been talking about this movie for a long time, for about a couple months now. But after seeing it, it oh, man, it, it was a blast. I, I think this movie was a blast. But, again, this movie is right up my alley. Like... Comedy and horror, I think they, I think those two elements go together really, really well, mm-hmm. and it's, I think it's just a brilliant genre. And you know, I love movies like Shaun of the Dead and Evil Dead Two, which is my favorite movie. So um, this was right up my alley, and uh, I, I don't know, I just felt I, the practical effects were great. The creatures looked amazing. I thought the creatures looked really good. Um, and, uh, it was hilarious that the, the one-liners and the jokes, they're perfect. They hit really hard and they, I, I was, I was the opening of this movie, the very beginning of this movie, I was, I was the only one in the theater, like legitimately cracking up. I was like crying laughing because that opening scene was great, <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to ramble on too much, but yeah, it was great. I liked it. Yeah. Um, Overall, yes, I really enjoyed this movie, and I, I think it's one of these movies that I, I'm i going to have to convince my wife to watch with me, because <laughs> it's like, it's like okay, we've got kind of, you have your staple Christmas movies, you know, you have, you know, Christmas Vacation, and you have Home Alone 1 and 2, and, you know, The Grinch, and all this other stuff, and it's like, you need something that maybe not everybody can watch, that you kind of just save for yourself, and I mm-hmm. think that's... This movie is that movie. That's a good point. Yeah. So I think that's very true. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I um I was actually surprised um like after after we watched the movie, uh, I saw it with um saw it with my wife Ashley and two other dudes, two other dudes that are in our choir or whatever. And uh <laughs> um the other two guys that were with me, they weren't really into it. And there was one guy who just hated it, <laughs> like flat, <laughs> out, flat out hated the movie. And, and I was like, "Oh man!" But That's then, sad. like, I went, yeah. Then we went home, and Ashley was like, "I really liked that movie." And I was like, "No way!" I was really surprised that she liked it because she usually doesn't like stuff like this. Hmm. So I was really, I was glad to hear that she enjoyed it because it's just one of those ridiculous films that she usually won't like but she liked it so yeah yeah um on on that would you recommend this film to anybody or or like everybody or a specific group of people i would not recommend it to everybody um i would say um if you enjoy uh creature features uh what i mean by that is uh, stuff like gremlins you're going to love this um if you like uh if you like horror comedy, you will probably probably like this a lot. Um, if you if you if you are a movie snob, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to I don't want to offend anybody. I won't say that. But I mean, if you um, if if you can't if you are unable to um, turn your brain off and watch a movie that you know is completely ridiculous then I'd say stay away from it. Uh, but 
I honestly, I haven't met too many people that didn't like this. I, I've heard overall, most of what I've heard is positive about this. I mean, I can definitely see people not liking it, but from what who, everybody I talked to, mostly everybody said that they enjoyed it for the most part. So, you know, that's that's pretty commendable, especially for a movie that was like pretty low budget. I mean, not really, really low budget, but I mean, for a, a big release like this, it was yeah. pretty low budget. Yeah, um, I, I would agree with you. Um, it's not for everyone. Um it's it's weird because it, it it's it does remind you of Gremlins. I hadn't really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, if you like Grim Gremlins, you'll like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I don't know. Considering this is the podcast where we do bad movie reviews, uh, <laughs> this is like I could see myself reviewing this movie specifically for an episode like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad movie. It's it's a really, really well done movie. I agree. Um, I, but it I, has that B movie feel. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think it's really well made, and I, I I I feel like the cast overall did a pretty good job. There's there's some acting in it that's like, what was that? Yeah. But overall, um, I thought the cast did pretty good. I, I enjoyed all of the all of the all the the actors. Um, I don't know the actor's name, but he's Champ Kind from Anchorman. Oh, um, David Keckner. Okay. Yeah, okay. he yeah, was that guy. <laughs> he he played Packer in The Office. And yeah, in the yeah The Office too. Which yeah. I guess um, maybe we're going into spoiler territory. We'll just put the spoiler warning out so we can just full on talk about this. There you go. Okay. Um, I will. I will be the first person to say I saw the cast list. Um, mm-hmm probably 10 minutes before I actually walked into the theater, paid for my ticket and sat down. Mm-hmm. And I realized there wasn't a single person in this cast that I really cared for. Mm-hmm. You had mm-hmm. Adam okay. Scott, who's always been a jerk. Okay. Um, David Keckner, he played, all I knew him from was, was Packer from the office. Oh, okay. okay. And I was like, okay, so he's that guy. And mm-hmm. Tony Collette, um, I don't really have an opinion about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really think about it. I just kind of was like, shut the brain off. Right. Let's yeah. enjoy this. Yeah. Fair enough. And, and I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, that, that dude, that David Keckner, whatever his name is. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm bad with actors names. I'm really, really bad with that. But, um, <clears throat> I like him because Anchorman is one of my favorite comedies. So, to see when I saw him in the trailer, I was like, Oh, that's great. <laughs> and he didn't, he didn't disappoint. I thought he was really funny. Um, <laughs> all of the, I think that every, almost every single character in this movie had at least one funny moment in the oh, film. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I mean, we talked about kind of what the overall plot is of the story. You have Max, who's the son of um, Adam Scott. Yes. Um, and it's, it appears that Adam Scott and Tony Collette, you know, they're married in the movie. It appears that they kind of have this very well-to-do, um, picture-perfect house and 
not necessarily family. Like mm. there's definitely some flaws in the family. Yeah. Um, definitely. Uh, but they're, they've just, nobody's getting along in the family. And Max is like the last person that believes in Santa. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of, you know, kind of loses it and just says, forget it. I, I don't believe in Santa Claus anymore and tears up his All Christmas right. list, throws it out the window and mm-hmm. bad stuff starts happening. Yeah. Um, and I think the setup to that, uh, was, was actually pretty well done. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. I like the interaction just as a dad. I like the interaction between Adam Scott and, and the kid that played Max. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I was like, yeah, that's what a dad would do. Mm-hmm. And I could see my dad doing it. Right. Um, yeah. The, the buildup was really well done. I thought the buildup to that moment where he just gets so fed up with his family mm-hmm. and he like basically gives up all hope. Yeah. Um, that the buildup to that was, was really good. And, um, I, I sort of, I, I really like that this movie is pretty much in one location. Yeah. Like, I, I I wouldn't like that in most films, but I feel like this really works because you know it's it makes you feel it literally makes you feel like you're um, on vacation with your family, which can be one of the worst things in the world, <laughs> right? Especially if you're stuck in a snowstorm like these guys were, like it can be horrible, and it really it made you it made you feel. It made you feel claustrophobic, but not necessarily in the ba- in a bad way. It just made me get into the story. So yeah, like, like I think for me, um, I really felt like I was part of what was going on. Yes, um, yeah, which I think. Well, actually, I'll talk about. I have something I want to talk to you about in just a second. That's cool. <laughs> um, but I think that's what the the director was trying to do, and I don't know if a lot of people felt that way. I did because I don't watch these movies all the time. Um, so I got invested in what was going on with the characters because of the fact that we weren't moving all around and you had this huge blinding snowstorm throughout mm-hmm. the entire movie. Um, so you're not seeing the rest of the town. You're not seeing, you know, people walking by or blowing by or anything like that. You're, you're part yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, totally agree. What I did want to talk to you about real quick is the director of this movie directed trick or treat, right? Yes. Mhm. Okay. And you seen that? You know, uh you had was it last year or the year before you had a Halloween party and you started watching it, watching yeah. it. And I think I I think I watched maybe the first 15 minutes of it and I didn't yeah. watch anything else cuz I got talking or something like that. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well, um uh, the wife, the wife, and uh, the baby were there too. That's true. So, so you, you, Wendy was showing the baby to all the girls in the kitchen, and <laughs> you were just kind of there for support, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were a bunch of people there. So. As as I tend to do, <laughs> I'll mouse off in a corner. Come talk to me if you want. Uh, you're being um, a, you're being a good dad, so you know you got to do your thing. But yeah, yeah, that was we we were, we watched that movie that night. Yeah. And, um. I love that movie. I was going to say you you really enjoyed that movie and I've heard a lot of people that like the horror genre enjoy that movie, right? Mm-hmm. That movie is uh much more brutal than Krampus as I I think I think it's rated R. Either that okay. or it's un, or it's unrated. I don't I don't really know. But <laughs> it it's much more brutal than um 
uh, Krampus. It's not it's not like gross out brutal, but it definitely has its moments. Okay. And uh, it's it's one of this director. I I think his name is Michael Dottery. I pronounced it wrong in my YouTube video. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I pronounced it wrong. But anyway, um, I really he knows how to create an atmosphere, and I I don't. There's not really a whole lot more he can do with holiday horror movies mm. <laughs> because there's there's Christmas and there's Halloween. But right. man, he do, he does such a good job with it. Like he really creates this atmosphere. And Trick or Treat is just the the just the way he shoots specific scenes with like the fall atmosphere and uh, the leaves and all of the jack o' lanterns and everything. It just mm. it the the atmosphere is really cool. But Trick or Treat is more of a it's an anthology movie, so it has like uh, four or five different stories all intertwined. And uh, a lot of people have described it as the, um, you know, the movie uh, Crash, that drama that won a bunch of Oscars back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been described as the horror version of Crash because all of these different characters, they have like, they have separate stories, but they all kind of interact. It's it's really, it's, it's kind of cool how it works. And mm. it's really well done. It's also, it's a little bit of a tribute to like old school horror comics from the 1950s and just it's uh just a fan favorite a lot of people like it it's definitely one of my favorite holiday like halloween movies so cool yeah um the did that affect kind of what you thought the movie was going to be going into it krampus yeah 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 definitely i i i knew i had a feeling of I kind of knew what to expect, but at the same time, I didn't because, honestly, that's Trick or Treat's the only movie I've seen from that guy. Mm. So I was like, "It's like, oh, okay, he's doing another holiday like horror film." I, I, I bet the atmosphere is going to be there. I, I, I have a feeling that um, he he does really well with like scene transitions and stuff like that. Like, um, for an example, in Krampus, like when the kid throws the throws the letter out the window. Just mm-hmm. like the camera angles and like how it, um, how the camera zooms out really fast and you see all the clouds rolling in. That that's that that's, was really cool. Yeah, I really I I love those shots. That kind of stuff is cool. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, I I kind of knew what to expect, but um, I was honestly, I did not expect all of the amazing creatures. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but, yeah, um. Well, let's go ahead and talk about that because once Max kind of uh, invokes the the power of Krampus, mm-hmm. um, everything kind of goes wrong. And the one thing that I will applaud the director on, um, and I don't know if he wrote it or or not, but the writers and the director, the mm-hmm. thing that I loved is that he holds off on showing Krampus. I mean, you see the the silhouette, yeah. But you don't actually see Krampus until like three quarters of the way into the movie, yeah, if not further. That's true. Um, but yet you get to see his goons. Um, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The first <laughs> real one, though, if I'm not mistaken, is the Gingerbread Man, right? I think you're right. I think like you, um, you hear you hear them all over the place, and like they, 
you see them jump around in the distance, but I think the actual like first one that you actually see is the gingerbread cookies. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the one that comes down the chain in mm. the the yeah. fireplace and yeah. they they eat the fat kid. Exactly. <laughs> And it's funny, it's funny that that's the first, like, monster that you see, because he, in interviews, he said that he's like, there, he he was explaining in interviews, he was like, there is a little bit of CGI, and um, I'm not the biggest fan of using it, but in this case, we had to, and I I completely understand what he means now. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, those little cookies, they were really, really funny. But, you know, they were clearly CGI. But that didn't really bother me that much. No, no, it didn't. And I think this movie had a lot lighter tone than I expected. I, mm-hmm. I knew I knew you were going to have the, the horror comedy, but I didn't know what the balance was going to be. Yeah. Um. So I think it kind of helped me because I'm still easing my way into horror. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is definitely a horror movie I'd probably watch more than once and yeah. not be bothered by it. Yeah. In fact, I think I left the theater with a smile on my face. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so so yeah, let's let's talk about the creatures a little bit um, because well, when I came home, um, my oldest daughter, uh, we call her Duck, um, she she asked me if I liked my the movie, and I was like, yeah, I really did. She said, well, is it something I could watch? And I I kind of laughed. <laughs> I was like, well, here's the thing: if you watch it. You will always be afraid of Christmas. Yeah, that's true. Uh, because Probably. you have you have a few different goons um, that pop up in the movie that could horribly scar a child. Yeah, that's true. Um, the the centipede clown thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the massive like predator mouth. Yeah, that was such a weird. Yeah, that was crazy. I did jump when I saw that. Uh-huh. Because I did not expect that. Yeah, that was insane. Um, there was the little... It was kind of... It, it was almost like a clown or a mime, like, little puppet thing. That mm-hmm. was that was creepy. And then there was, like, this teddy bear. Oh, I love the teddy bear. Razor sharp teeth. You know what that reminded me of? Um, that totally reminded me of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I couldn't think of what it was called. <laughs> I know that I think Ashley told me that too. I was like, yeah, that's I think that was maybe maybe inspired from that. I don't know. Could have been. Yeah, but they were those things were violent. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> here's the thing that I loved about it too is it made sense for them to be in the movie because when when all of this stuff hits the fan, um the the aunt and the uncle go out and they think UPS or whatever has dropped off a bunch of packages and one of them is like this big great like Santa Claus bag and they drag it inside oh yeah and they kind of just dis like nothing else is said of it they just bring it inside and that's it and oh, i yeah. think you see it one other time where it gets taken up to the attic or whatever yeah and then I... the aunt's messing with them and then you you realize what's going on. That right. was so well done. I love I, stuff like that. I totally spaced on that. Like I I I remember her, I remember them like um I I just remember them having the bag, but mm-hmm. I complete I completely spaced the fact that it was 
I forgot about the fact that it was on their doorstep. Yeah. That's hilarious. Like that's so funny. Yeah, and I love stuff like that because because I've been a little more I pay a little bit more attention when I'm watching movies now to things, small things like that. Like, okay, well, how does this add up? And so I did when she was up there and I'm like, why is she rewrapping presents? Oh, those are the presents. Yeah. So. uh, Yeah. But now that you brought that, bring that up, like, yeah, that totally makes, (laughs) I completely missed that. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it though. Awesome. Um, uh, let let's talk about the grandmother in this story, Omi. Oh yeah. Um, why don't why don't you start? Um, uh, I thought she, I thought she was great. Um, she uh, barely spoke English, but I think that made the movie even more interesting. I, I thought that was really cool. I, I like the subtitles. That that's, I like subtitles in movies. That doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that. I mean, when you, while you're watching this film, um, and she, all that stuff is starting to happen to the house, and like the clouds start rolling in, and they hear things on the roof, like everybody obviously is like freaking out, and they're like, "What's going on?" And she just stays like she has this like deadpan look on her face the whole time, and she's like, "I know what's going on," and of course, like you know, she, I, I knew it was going to happen too. Because mm-hmm. she, she was going to tell the story of, you know, her experience with Krampus when she was little. And that whole segment, that animated segment, oh. that was so cool. I it was, that. yeah, it was great. I probably, I should have mentioned that in my video, in my YouTube review, but oh well. I always, <laughs> once I get going, I completely forget <laughs> about stuff. But yeah, that, that whole thing, like, um, for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, um, she's explaining her experience with Krampus when she was a little girl and it goes into this whole segment like it's all completely animated and it looks stop motion yeah it does and I I think that's probably that's one of my favorite styles of animation Mm -hmm. so that's why I I was so into it but yeah that was great so cool yeah I, I I will be very honest it drove me nuts that she hadn't ever told um her son, Adam Scott, yeah. um, the the tale of Krampus. Like, I guess I can see hiding that from a child, mm-hmm. but it's like, was he always a good kid? Like, did he always, you know, believe in Santa and, and believe in the good of people? And I guess maybe he does. Yeah, maybe. You kind of get that, that, that feeling from him when he's talking to Max, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of, it's all right, buddy. You know, we'll, we'll push through it. Everything will be fine. You know, it's only three more days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess maybe that makes sense thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when I don't, I, I just, that was one thing that bothered me. I was like, how come nobody else knows this story? And I guess that's, you know, within that world. Yeah. Um, it bothered me a little bit cause I was like, you need to say something before all hell breaks loose. Exactly. Yeah. And now you're in the midst of it. Oh, <laughs> by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And I understand that, like, it probably worked better with, like, the how the story progresses. But, yeah. like, come on. Tell them. <laughs> tell them what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that was, that was a really fantastic character. And despite the fact that she does tell the entire story in English, um, 
which it was like perfect English too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I found that kind of funny, but I, I enjoyed the, the, you know, all the German between, you know, Omi and, and the dad and, and mm-hmm. Max, you know, it, it was really cool because there wasn't subtitles all the time. Yeah. So when you have, you know, the other characters going, okay, well, what did she say? Mm-hmm. Cause you're thinking the same thing. And it was, it, it was really well done. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I I, I liked um, it. It brought like a. It almost it it made me feel like you know. I don't know talking to uh, talking to my grandma. Like she she sometimes she would she would speak Italian and I would know what she was saying and I would have to ask somebody else. So it kind of reminded me of like spending the holidays with my like family and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it was, and that kind of like was kind of nostalgic because first time I heard about Krampus was from her, so that was that was kind of a cool thing. And that's kind of interesting because your your grandmother's Italian, mm-hmm. but Krampus is a very German European mm-hmm. thing. I mean, I guess Italy's Europe, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but still, it, it it seems weird that somehow the German and Italian would cross over, but I guess it makes sense somewhere. It's just like. It's it's an ancient it's ancient like folklore legend type thing that um I and I had no idea that it's 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 a story that's been passed down for a long time. I mm-hmm. I had I had no clue, so and it wasn't it wasn't like this huge like miraculous thing that she would tell all all of the ground kids all right everybody gather around let's <laughs> let's tell the story about Krampus right. it, wasn't, it wasn't anything about that but it was just like in in passing conversations she was like oh you better behave or Krampus will get you I'm like what's that and it's like oh that's just that's the evil Santa Claus and that was pretty much the end of it yeah and then later my mom would explain like like oh yeah it's just an old tale that that parents used to tell their kids to, so that they would shut up or whatever. <laughs> right. It's, so. it's definitely a lot more horrifying than, well, you're only going to get a lump of coal in your stocking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I was just explaining to my daughter. I was like, if you get it, give it enough pressure, it'll turn into a diamond. You know, <laughs> that's she, a good, that's a good point. <laughs> she's like, can I have coal now? And I'm like, sure. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's cheap. You really want coal? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I shared a video on Facebook um, earlier today uh, mm-hmm. that, I, that I hope people watched. Um, it was just kind of this PSA of you know being behaving because Krampus will get you. And oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was all animated and uh, it was okay. a lot of fun. I'm about to check that out. Yeah, it, it was fun. Um, I'm trying oh, to think of. I have Go some. Ahead. Uh, um. I'd just like to point out that uh, David did see this movie tonight. Oh, like, yeah. The night that we're recording this. And, uh, you know, poor dude was just really tired. So he couldn't join us tonight. But we just want to say, hey, David. Because I mean, he's probably <laughs> listening. <laughs> he's absolutely listening. I think he listens to this just about as much as I do. Oh, I do, too. I listen to it <laughs> at work all the time. But, yeah. Um, so, um yeah, or it was sad that he couldn't join us, but he definitely saw the movie, and uh, I don't know. Next episode, we'll, we'll probably talk briefly about it, real qu- just get his quick take on it. Yeah, the only thing he told me was that um, that he enjoyed the movie, and 
he he looks at um, gingerbread men in a different <laughs> light now. Um, flamethrower. Was it the flame? Was there a flamethrower? Yeah, I think, yeah, there was something involving fire with the gingerbread cookies. <laughs> I loved it. That whole scene. If I could just cut that out of the movie and watch it over and over again, I'd be a happy camper. Yeah, that was funny. I love, you know, inanimate objects coming to life. Yeah, just, yeah, I do too. Yeah. And that's that whole aspect of the movie really reminded me of uh, Evil Dead 2. Because uh, if anybody's seen that movie, like, like all of the uh, all of the books in the cabin come alive, and like the phone comes alive, and they it like talks, and everything starts laughing. So that kind of stuff is just, I think that stuff is just fun. So yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the big guy himself. Let's talk about Krampus. When okay. you finally see Krampus, mm-hmm. what did you think? Honestly, this is this is one of the one of the only things that I I didn't really have a problem with it, but I I thought they could have done it differently. And I his face was just like it it didn't move. Like mm-hmm. you 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 could see his his tongue come out and it was just this massive tongue which was pretty cool. But like <laughs> pretty gross, yeah, but yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool though. Um, but yeah, his face was—it um, almost looked like he had a mask on, and it was just stagnant. Like his face, like it wasn't really moving. If that makes sense. Yeah, I I, I noticed that too, and I'm, I don't think it's a noticing thing. It's it's very apparent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish they would have come off with something maybe a little more horrifying. Yeah, like, I mean something scary or something that actually shows. Um, expression, but yeah. but when you look at like the the elves, mm-hmm. they kind of they have the same thing going. Like they're wearing these masks, they or, do. Yeah. so it, it fits, but it just felt off. Like there was a little bit of a disconnect for me. I totally agree. There. Um, so I I wondered what you thought because that's exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley said the same thing. She was hoping that his face would be more like 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 an animal like goat like like mm-hmm. ang- angry looking like more more menacing but, yeah um so that was my only gripe with with honestly the whole movie that was pretty much my only gripe with it mm-hmm. i uh, i would have um i even i would have been okay if they didn't show his face at all on the other hand i mean i would have rather than show his face you know like i imagined it Mm-hmm. But if they hadn't shown his face at all, I would have been okay with that. Right, because then you still have your imagination to take over. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Krampus himself, the the whole the horns and the, the the coat. I thought that was really cool looking. Well, for me, it gave off this demented Santa vibe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even even the face, because like you, he has like this beard or something like that, mm-hmm. and. So that's that's what I thought almost immediately. I was like, okay, this is definitely like she said, like Omi says when she's talking about it, is that Krampus is the, the shadow of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, okay, I totally get this. Like, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> the, the second to last scene where Max just, you know, begs for everything to be back the way that it was. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was really tense through that. I was like, okay, what's going to happen? I was too. I was like, is Max yeah. going in to mm-hmm. this hole? Because um, for those of you who just don't want to see it, this mm-hmm. um, Krampus gives kind of the people that wish for him, basically, like Omi and Max, he gives them a like a, a bell, like a jingle bell. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? It's Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. It looks kind of like an ornament too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says Krampus on it. Um, and so Max kind of has enough and he throws it in the ground, um, saying, you know, you can have it back because I want my family back. And it creates this huge crater, which kind of looks like the door to hell. Mm -hmm. And, um, so there's kind of this mini argument that goes on. And so I didn't know if Max was going to go in that hole or if he was going to shove Krampus in the hole. Mm-hmm. I kind of wanted him to shove him in there to fix everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was very tense at that, too. I was like, is this going to be a movie where everybody dies? That's what I thought, too. It's like, wow, that's pretty bold. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't end up happening. Right. Um, what did you think about the ending of the film? Honestly, like, when he... Uh, He's falling into the underworld or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then he wakes up. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really? Really? And then um, and at the very, very end, mm-hmm. I immediately was like, I love this. This is great because um, he, uh, he, gets that, he, he gets that bell or whatever it is. Like he opens it up and there's that Krampus bell. Mm-hmm. and he's staring at it and then his family starts to stare at it too like yeah they know what that is and like mm-hmm. it, it's almost like their memory starts to like come back like oh my gosh like that really did happen yeah so then that kind of reveals that um everything did happen but Krampus like you know just basically reversed time and gave him his family back so yeah I thought that was really cool I thought it was well done mm-hmm. I liked it well, it was crazy because he falls in the hole, and for whatever reason, and it's I don't really know why my head did this, but all of a sudden I thought about the movie poster where Krampus is holding this, you know, the snow globe. Yes, and I, I go, yes. Wait a I minute, forgot, I forgot about that. So I had it figured out about two, three minutes before the final reveal, mm-hmm. but there was like something totally unsettling when max opens that box and he's got the bell yeah and i'm like yes. holy cow because mm. you definitely believe okay it's all a dream yeah mm-hmm. and then and those are the move when movies do that i'm just kind of like okay i wasted my time right yeah and like, this i i almost felt that and then mm-hmm. i thought about it and i was like oh, we'll see and mm. then they reveal the very end and i was like perfect so good just, yeah it was it was great yeah the way he wrapped it up is really cool, and I love the. Uh, um, it's it's very similar how he wraps up uh, Trick or Treat, like the very ending. Mm-hmm. How he it's like this huge, like big spectacle, and like it's like it's the end. Here you go, and like <laughs> like it. I love how the camera like pans out, and you see all the snow globes, and then all of a sudden, right before the credits, all the creatures, like, fly into into the screen. Like, yes. you know, almost like they fly at you. That was cool. That yeah. was cool. Um, another thing that, uh, I mean, I don't know how much more you wanted to 
to say about the movie. Um, uh, I'm but, good. But, but one, one thing that I really, really liked was the music kind of throughout the mm. entire movie. Mm-hmm. It felt, I mean, it was definitely Christmassy, but mm. it was like haunting. It was almost like an, a horror movie version of Home Alone because you have all the carols. So true. Throughout yeah. the movie. And yeah. then at the very end, you have um, Gruß vom Krampus is what it's actually called. But it's like a carol of the bells mm-hmm. um, where they're singing, you know, you better be good or, or he's coming. Yes. Uh, I forgot it was, about Oh, it was so good. I actually, I looked it up before. Actually, I was at work. I shouldn't have done it. I'm tattling on myself. <laughs> um, but I nice. had to look it up because I was like, what was that song called? Because it stayed with me just the carol of the bells melody stayed uh-huh. with me it stayed with me ever since you know we talked about recording this uh-huh. and I, forgot. Like, I left I forgot. and yeah i was like what is this song and uh-huh. i loved it it, it fit it the does. movie so well yeah i i for, i totally forgot about that too see i like that's one of my like ashley is completely different than me when it comes to film she she picks up on stuff that I would never pick up on. And, and I always, I always have to usually watch stuff more than once. So yeah, I, the music, the music is great in this film and it's no trick or treats the same way. Like it has all of the, uh, um, in, in Krampus, it has like, like you said, all the carols kind of mixed in with a really, really haunting, like, atmosphere and everything mm-hmm. and uh trick-or-treat's the same way it has the it has the the, the melody the trick-or-treat smell my feet that whole little oh, jingle. yeah it has that but played really really slowly throughout the movie which was cool oh, that's cool so, so pretty much the same type of deal hmm. that's really cool mm-hmm. I, I just i i always enjoy music in films because it definitely it's part of filmmaking um, yeah, but rarely does the music stick with me after. Mm-hmm. Um, but this did it. It literally haunted me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I saw it less than a week ago. Um, but still, the fact that it's you sticks know, with you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's good filmmaking. Whether because I saw some people that were like, "Oh, there, there's more to this movie. It could have been a better movie." And I was like, "Sure, every movie could be a better movie." But yeah, of what course. you got was yeah. really good. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to recommendations, it's not for everyone, mm-hmm. but in some weird way, I wish everybody would watch it. I sort of do too. You know? <laughs> I think it's a good party movie. I think that oh, yeah. like, we'll definitely be watching this again, like you and me and the families probably. Yeah. And they're just, with whoever, I think we'll definitely be watching it a lot. I wish it could double as a Halloween movie, but I don't think it's it has any vibe like that. It's not yeah, like the Nightmare Before Christmas. It is. It, this is like straight up like a Christmas movie, like yeah. a like Christmas horror movie. Yeah, and you don't have many, too many of those. So I think that, and I said this in my review too. It's definitely going to be a cult classic. I think I would agree with that. And I'm I'm happy that I was one of the first ones to see it. So yeah, for sure. Years down the road, I can be like, yeah, I went opening weekend, man. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. 
Uh, yeah, but but this is such a such a fun movie. I think so too. Yeah. Um, do you have any recommendations um, outside of this movie that you want to share on this episode? Anything oh. you've been kind of geeking out about? Well, um, oh yeah, um, I, Ash versus Evil Dead is in its in the mid season of that. Been watching that a lot. I'm really loving that. Um, as far as comic books, comic books. I just recently read uh, uh, Deadpool versus Thanos, and that oh. was a that was okay. Was it? It wasn't anything spectacular, but I didn't really expect it to be. Oh, I, I've been I've been getting into lots of Deadpool stuff lately, just to prepare myself for February. <laughs> but uh, I also uh, I also bought the Deadpool game, which is really fun. I started playing it. I, I how far did I make it into that game? Mm. I was in. Uh, I think it was like the first like big level with the like the the high rise building or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't think I made it past that. Yeah, you were towards towards the first half of it, yeah. Yeah. It it's it's fun. It's really fun. And uh yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to that movie. But uh let's see what else. I think that's that's mainly it. I've just been really into Ash vs. Evil Dead. Okay. Uh See, I asked you that, so I had time to stall, and it really wasn't enough time. <laughs> I'll keep going. Uh, uh, uh... <laughs> no, uh, the most recent thing I've gotten into, other because I've really been focusing a lot on kind of rebooting the podcast, and I, I want to. Here's, I'll just say this: I would like for us to hit episode 100 in 2016. Yeah. That means from from this episode here we have 49 episodes to to knock out of the park. Um okay. so you know, I, I, I think, think it's possible. I think, I think it's possible. possible. Well, um if, if, if David were here, he'd probably be like, "Oh, I don't know about that." <laughs> I think he's pushing for it. I really do. I, I think he's awesome. he's pushing to to actually get on a schedule and and make people happy. Oh no, I'm sure, I'm sure he is. I was just messing with oh, him. Oh, I know. <laughs> um so I think that's, yeah, I think that's possible. I think we can do that. Yeah, so outside of doing uh podcasts behind the scenes stuff, um I actually went back and I read all of the uh Batman comic books that Scott Snyder has written, started really? with volume one and um now I'm up to like the most wow. recent issue. Wow, crazy man! Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's weird because I I really don't have a lot of time, so evidently I spend a lot of time using the bathroom because uh, <laughs> it's really about the only, that. And right before I go to bed, I'll read. Hey, um, you know what? That's that's where a man can you know get his re- reading in, especially if you're a dad. It's where just, we do our best thinking. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? That's absolutely true. I know <laughs> it's, a, it's a cliche, and people like people like always say that but honestly that's where you get your ideas and yep you, <laughs> you do your research yeah you know that's right <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm up to like the most recent issue um uh it, it's a little different um have you how much of batman of uh, scott snyder's batman have you read not much um 
Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly haven't, I haven't read a lot of old Batman books. Mm -hmm. I, the, the ones, honestly, the ones that I've been keeping track of consistently, it's just from the new 52. Well, that's uh, what, that's what these ones are. Oh, okay. Well, that shows you how much I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it's, it's really weird because, um, I I read the court, I read the court of owls and, uh, I read that whole, all of that. That's very good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it has like the whole series so far has had peaks and valleys. Like you have good episodes or good issues and bad issues. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's in this really weird space right now. And I, I, I guess I can kind of spoil it. Um, but Bruce Wayne isn't Batman currently. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Somebody told me that. Yeah. Um, man, I want to say who it is, but <laughs> I don't know if you should. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, it it's not really somebody that you would expect to be Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've I've really enjoyed that this this new. Batman, uh, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting take on it. Mm-hmm. So those would be my recommendations. I haven't been. I, I've been really as far as like the comic book game. I've been way off the spectrum of that. But you know, yeah, that's life. <laughs> yes, it is. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to Geek This. Um, We are the podcast that talks about pop culture with minimal nerd rage. And hopefully uh, you don't have nerd rage because we forgot something. Um, So, signing off, I'm Dave Clements. This is Mike Kastriva. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode, which will be our 2016 anticipation episode. Yeah. Talk to you then. Peace.